What is good? Hello, everybody. Uh, lovers of Channel Sports, lovers of the NE30 Network, welcome back. I am joined by Bob Walker via technology. We doing this thing, talking about Channel Sports. I hope you enjoy. Uh, we go over everything, good, bad, and Toronto. Uh, stay tuned. I think it's going to kick off some things. Also, I just want to put it out there. Uh, we do bitch about Apple Podcasts in this because we had an update issue Something's going on, I'm not too sure, but uh, because it's all been sorted out now, I would like to renag on all those bad things I said about Apple Podcasts halfway through this pod. So with that being said, enjoy the good, the bad, Toronto. Let's go. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. All right. You got your drink? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, what do you got tonight? What are you drinking? Oh, the classic bar, Ryan Ginger, buddy. Attaboy. Let me pop this this bad boy. Okay, this is White called... White Claw Keef. beer. <laughs> this is called Keef Classics. Okay. It's Bubba Kush Classic Soda. Uh, cannabis-infused beverage root beer flavor. Uh, let's wow. pop this top. So let's... <laughs> are you That's a root a beer guy? Yeah. I'll, I'll crush a root beer, no problem. I'll crush root. Okay, let, 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 let's lay it out early. Like, what kind of root beer guy are you? Like, what brand? What brand? Because there's some brands that taste like plastic. Bro, I'm gonna throw an absolute haymaker your way. Okay. Dad's root beer. Oh fuck, classic, dude. I love it. Yeah. Dad's is Dad's is up there. That Dad's is premium. It's the, goat. It's the absolute yeah. goat. And then probably A and W. A and W root beer. A and W, and then. I don't know, mugs, barks, but I probably haven't had them in a while, to be honest. Yeah, I, re- I remember mugs tasting horrible. Like, that's a yeah, plastic one a to me. Okay. And I, I got I to gotta go back and revisit. But uh, barks, I remember being good, kind of like light on the overall flavor of it. But mm. there's another root beer that I can't remember. It was like a brand in the 80s and the 90s. And then I think it kind of disappeared. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't remember, but I'll tell everybody right now. Free sponsors right now. Go dad's root beer. Get that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're like, we haven't done sponsorship in years, but. Oh, I'll be going okay. to feast. I'm telling you right now. I, you know what? I, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out here. <laughs> Keith's classic. This, okay. this cannabis. It's good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm good. I'm good. It, it has a real root beer flavor. I don't taste the cannabis at all. This is a win-win right now. You're a big uh, cannabis drinker? Um, I got a couple cans for my birthday. My birthday was, uh, two months ago, but I, I can't, I, you know, there's only a few spots where I can drink these without having any responsibilities and late night podcasting with my bro from Sportsville. Mr. Bob Walker is one of those. Well, a good start to a sports pod talking about root beer and uh, cannabis drinks. Let's go. Yeah. Take me out to the ball game. Let's go. All right. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of Toronto sports. This is the good, the bad and Toronto. I'm joined by my sports bro, Ball Walker, and I'm ready to do this ball. What's good, baby. How's it going, buddy? Excited. We're finally get the season underway. Oh. This is, uh, I said it in when I guest start on show us your TDs earlier this week with, uh, Malk and goob that, Fall when you're wearing a hoodie with the shorts and all the sports are starting, just the best time of the season. I'm so fired up. Amen. If there was lingerie for bros <laughs> and other bros, it's definitely yeah, hoodie, yeah. Sh- hoodie and shorts, weather, uh, clothing. 
easily yeah, and possibly hat indoors, but that's questionable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable too. Um, <laughs> I, this is my favorite weather time of the year. Yeah. Um, and sports right now is like a little bit, a little bit of the backseat. Cause you know, we're out of the summer, the nice summer. Now we're into this, like, you know, the weather's trying to get cooler, although it's so weird right now. And in, in the GTA, it's like hot and cold at the same time. It's kind of weird. It's either scorching yeah. hot with humidity or raining and then cool and lovely. So, but the evenings are great right now. Oh, there's been a few nights though, where it's humid, uh, you know, first world problems, but not, not, not totally, enjoyable sometimes. Totally. Totally. All right. Let's get into the good, the bad in Toronto. This is a Toronto exclusive uh, Toronto sports exclusive podcast where we're going to be talking about the good and bad of Toronto sports. Let's get right into it. Our apologies. First and foremost, this is good. I'm going to Uh-oh. jump to the ugly for, for this. We are having this issue with iTunes. So if you're listening to us or you usually listen to us on iTunes, check us out on Spotify, um, SoundCloud. I think Google music play is still a thing. I'm not too sure. It's been a long time. But all major pod catchers were on. But for whatever reason, right now we're having this issue with iTunes. So that is in the ugly formula. Let's start that off first and foremost. But Bob, let's get how to would the they good. hear this? Yeah. How would they, well, how would they hear that? You know, only the people who have Spotify and the other ones just heard your message and they don't give a shit. They want us to move on with it. What are you talking about? Let's it's go. Been, it's been plastered all over Instagram for the last week. But um, that that's what it looks like right now. Where I don't know what it is. And I, and I put some feelers out. I'm hoping to get an answer for you guys soon. So with that being said, Bob, let's get into it. The okay. good, what's good right now in Toronto sports? Well, you know what? We're kind of getting out of the dog days of summer, so there's not too much. But the one big team, we're actually going to put them in the good section because they are in a playoff spot right now. We're talking the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's go. Uh, honestly, this team, El Jefe, with the season, I, you could pretty much good, bad, and ugly the entire Blue Jays and their season, honestly. like it, uh, There's so many... They're play like Boba Shed is playing out of his mind, and I will speak on that in a sec. And then Manoa is just so clutch as a pitcher. But but I mean, Vladdy is what one home run in his last twenty four. Like there are some Chapman. always, yeah, <laughs> with this team, man. They they like to keep you worried. It's Toronto sports. <laughs> You know, I, so yeah, let's like, let's get into the Jays. If we're going to talk the good, because it's one of the few things, I mean, there's a handful of things right now in Toronto sports to be excited about. The blue Jays are one of them. The playoff race right now, we're getting into the playoffs. The wild card race is kind of wild. Like, can, can you imagine what the ALEs would be like if New York actually, if Boston was actually good this season, like there would be all teams in the wild card would be out of the LA or sorry, out of the American league East. It's a wild race. The Yankees are falling from grace. You have the Jays, the Rays and the uh, saddle Mariners and Baltimore Orioles who, who have been MIA for the last five years, all vying for playoff spots. It's just so wild right now, but our blue Jays, our Toronto blue Jays are making it work. You know, they, they have a really weird win two, lose one, win one, lose two, yeah. win three, lose one. You know, it's so weird. Like, yeah, since also break, they've been a very good team, but not winning the games you need to win. I'm going to harp back at that, that horrible angels series. And then the Baltimore series as well, where they they really needed at least 
one or two wins out of both those series and didn't get that. And now they're paying for it because they're, they're clawing their way against other teams in the exact same position with almost identical records, but they're keeping their head above water. I'm going to try to keep this positive. Boba Shep playing really well. AL player of the week. Um, couldn't get him out of the jam the other night when uh, he was, he was the, excuse me, the last out on, uh, and having in the, the tying run or winning run at, at the plate, unfortunately, but you got to love Bo right now. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he's in form right now. Like the bat, his confidence is soaring. I need other guys to step up. I, the fact that you brought up that angel series, just, it was like a side note. I, I felt rage inside me, <laughs> last <laughs> month. Like that. but you're so right too about our thing. So spoiler note, if you want to kind of date this podcast, we lost to the Rays uh, today. So they have now tied us for 79 wins and we're with them. Yankees have 85. I mean, you say the Red Sox are shit and yeah, they've been absolute dog shit this season, but they're at fucking 69 wins. Like the AL East is such a crazy division. It's, and the way the Jays have been hot and cold, it's, we're almost lucky to be in second or I guess Tampa might've gone ahead of us a half a game. Well, today's actually a double header. So they played earlier and they're, they play again again tonight. Right. And so, you know, fingers crossed that they can at least split this, this double header today, but mm-hmm. they got to keep it. The, the rays are so dangerous because no one knows who the fuck they are. Like they don't have anybody on the team and they're still, they're still scratching out wins. They have, they have these hidden gems of pitchers that just come out of nowhere and they end up looking like uh Cy Young caliber pitchers and no one's ever heard of them. It's, it's the, the biggest anomaly in all of sports right now is the Tampa Bay Rays. So I couldn't agree more, but let's, let's keep it positive because this is still the good Alex Manoa, incredible season. Yeah. The big cat is just on a roll. I love watching this guy pitch. And I think the influence of John Snyder as the new head coach. Excuse me, I'm gonna cough. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> oh come on, man! Unprofessional. So unprofessional. And then I dropped the mic. <laughs> oh wow, wow! Oh my god! No wonder iTunes kicked us off. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. So John Snyder, this guy, this kid from New Jersey, who's been with the team since 2009, working his way up the ranks. Now the bench boss. He's a very passionate guy. We saw when, when Boba Shea got pegged, he, him and Walker look like they are slamming beers at the end of a bar <laughs> and fucking picking fights with the little kids. Little I crew. love them swearing on camera. Oh Pointing. my that God. Great. Go F yourself. This go yeah. F yourself. That I don't yeah, I believe you. Yeah. Oh my. Says. I, it was great. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking. And this is Alec Manoa. Okay. So listen, I'm going to yeah. tell you something. I'm super proud of this. Alec Manoa is doing a private signing with Frameworth, and I bought I bought oh. a a pre and you can do an inscription on your ball. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna get him to write um, Cole fears the six, or if Cole fears me, or something like that, or cross the Audi sign. I'm only allowed three words, but um, I'm so amped up for the, this inscription because Alex Manoa wears it on the sleeve. He's a young gun, built like an ox throwing some magic, man, this guy needs at least some votes for Cy Young or maybe even rookie of the year. I don't know if he's still caliber. He still um, qualifies as a rookie, but man, this guy needs some kind of acknowledgement. If not the MVP for the blue Jays top two or three on this team. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the kids got 14 wins and uh, just so everybody knows he was supposed to pitch tonight, stomach bug issue. He's back tomorrow. He's all good. Um, But yeah, I mean, right now, 
with the other team not playing, he might be the best AM in the city, El Jefe. Oh, <laughs> AM6. My coworker dropped that to me, and I was like, "That's a spicy take." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's got another month. He can, he's got to figure out within the next month. Yeah, but yeah. Manoa, you just you just know when he's on the plate. Like, he's the one guy that I feel complete confidence, and he does everything that's so Hollywood that you want from the athlete when you invest in the team. The way he just stares out, and he, you just know that he's like. He's getting that Michael Jordan, like, okay, I'm, you're going to regret this. Like just every slight is personal. He's fired up everything. The team does. He's behind them. He's a team player. It's just, how, how can you not love the guy? And he's so uh, young too. It's such a, it's so great. Yeah. yeah I, I love the fact that he's a, he's a big guy. He's mm. like, he's from the swamps of Florida, you know, struggled his whole life. You know, mom, like mom worked hard, you know, to get things sorted. Like the guy is blue collar as it gets. Charnel loves their blue collar athletes. Let's oh, oh, yeah. one, one, one last thing. Bring back those Versace shades in the dugout. Drop <laughs> these Oakleys. Bring back those, those big overs. I thought it was DJ Cali or big pun or someone in the dugout. Some days he'd, he'd be rolling into that rookie season with his Versace shades. I was like, God damn. I love this guy swag. I mean, oh, we've got a lot of personality on this team. Mama walks is in love. Oh, I mean, you know what? It's been so long. I miss a good mama walks takes. All right. Anything else when, when it comes to the good internal sports? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Just as a side note to get away from the Jays, a uh, quick shout out to our Toronto Argos. Two thirds of the way through their season, they are in first place in the East. And while there's been some questionable uh, question marks with uh, Bethel, their QB, uh, they're stringing along. They got six games left. They beat Ottawa on the weekend, 24-19. And uh, we're just going to get more playoff sports in Toronto. And that's what uh, this city deserves because we are a sports city. And we are the blue-collar flavor, regardless of how white-collar the actual city is. Yeah, isn't that the truth? The GTA um, is I, Toronto, not just the inner city. Like it's, That's those, true. Those stuck up with their clients. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, my family there, there, there's a lot about <laughs> those clowns, those clowns. Uh, there, there is, uh, another thing I want to bring up and I think it's a good thing. And a lot of people don't agree with me, but I'm going to put it out there. Okay. I think this is good for Toronto sports. I love the new goalie situation in Toronto. Matt wow. Murray on a prove me year, uh, Samsonov on a prove me year, you know, competition breeds the best. I am in on this. I, this is why I like him. Matt Murray, Leaf fan as a child. All right. You already got me. You got me. In. I don't care if you win 20 <laughs> games a season and lose 15 games. You still got me. Samsonov. Uh, yeah. I you know there's some things with Ovechkin that weren't really great, but I'm intrigued by it. I'm intrigued. There's gotta be something there. He was a first rounder over uh, for, a former first, uh, first rounder. Same with Murray. I'm in on these guys. I think it's a good thing. And Bob, I don't know if you know this, but do you know who the Leafs are playing the first two games of the season? Uh, who? Ottawa and Washington. And Washington. That's right. That my my coworkers going to the Washington game. That's right. That is so wild. Like both these yeah. goalies, ex teams. Let's go. Let's stir the okay. pot, baby. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you. And here's the honest truth, because I know a couple of coworkers are listening. I, the day of, and like leading up to it and with the market, the way it was, and just knowing we were going to get married. Yeah. I was, I was pissed off. There's just no denying that, but you know what? 
You're right. I, I'm such a sucker for just heart and being a Leaf fan. One of us. One of us. One of yes. us. So he won me over like that. Um, so you know what? Yeah, there's what were we going to do? Overpay for what? Mike Smith or somebody? Gibson did not want to come to the Leafs. That wasn't going to happen. We weren't going to give anything up. So people needed to move on from that as much as I wanted Gibson to. But and okay, but where were you? I was just going to say, just to add on to it, like where were you with Campbell? Were you were you hoping that they gave Campbell five and five? Um, you know what? Out of man, see, I had no prop. I actually had no problem, kind of, with the five million tag. It was the five years that were bothering me with that. And totally. then you, you and the fans know from all these years. The the second he, I found out that like they had pretty much been playing hardball all year, and and he was looking for the money after we kind of like reclamated it. I was like, go oh, fuck yourself. I you lost me. I'm done. It's over. Like it's a ex relationship. I'm out the door. Ghosted. So that's yeah. what I thought with Campbell Soup. I, you know what Edmonton. I always like the Western teams. They're kind of my bandwagon teams. But uh, Naz on Calgary. That's just easy. I as much as I like Connor. I hope Edmonton does shit all. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think it's amazing with the cap hit that, and, and this is way off topic, but the cap hit that Edmonton took, I mean, with, with their big guys, of course, mm-hmm. not, but then citing Campbell at five for five. And then what you're going to give what Mike Smith, like 750 K like who, what's going to happen. And Conklin left. Okay. He's like, I'm out. He went to go play in Europe. So I'm so curious to see what happens with Edmonton's goalie situation. Cause me and you know, Ba. Jack Campbell cannot stay healthy if his career depended on it. Five years for a guy who can't finish a full season, who who won't give you, he won't give you, he might give you 40 starts, maybe yeah. 40 starts, maybe half the season. So and then I, what? I'm, I completely admit that I'm a spurned ex-lover in this situation for non-league fans listening because... I, I totally bought in, you know, like not, not that he's not this guy and he's fake. That's not what I'm saying at all. He does seem like an actual decent, great guy, but I bought into all that. It was like the tear soupy. We're all like, man, don't worry. We're going to build you up. Like you're such a great dude. The city loves you. Like you're going to sign here long-term be the legend. Like we think everybody is. And then it was just like, ah, no, we're just a pit stop. Just like the other players as well. And you know what, man, everybody says go chase your bag. You deserve it. Whatever. I don't give a shit about that. Go play in Edmonton. Fine. You're, you're changing.
pretty much getting the same team, except now Ken Holland's in charge, but you still have the same financial problems, the same kind of offensive team. Moving on from Campbell, you're not a part of the Toronto scene anymore. My last point about your goalie thing I agree with, Sam Sonov. This guy, everybody was pretty high on a couple years ago. Him, Sorokin, all those Russian goaltenders that came into the league. And, you know, his goalie coach left with Trot. And that's when he started to kind of go downhill. He's still young. So I'm really curious about this guy. I think that he could be a real project that could, I don't know, he could be really good. And actually, instead of Murray, he could actually be the longer term solution. I think you're right. And even if we have this guy as a one year, he, he does well. And then somebody else, Edmonton offers him uh, $5.6 <laughs> yeah, million. Dollars, so, you know, yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't care. I, I want you just to do well, do well, because next year we may have another goalie. So I don't I don't care. You just got to do well to this year and we'll we'll fucking figure it out later on. My last point for I love the good. This. I love OK. This. And and this, you know, yes, yes I, yes, I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, you saw the notes, you know, <laughs> I, I love how smart the Toronto Raptors are. I love um I love Masai. I love Bobby Webster. Um, these guys are brilliant because KD is not a Toronto Raptor. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. Fired up. I love it. Incredible player, but poison, poison, poison. Stay away. Yes. Like they, and they want us to give up our absolute best player. So then we're left with nothing to build around with the KD. Who's going to leave you for sure. Toronto in minimum or no max two years. No way. I'm so glad you're so right. Like, yeah. no. And and what's he really going to like? I find he's KD. He's lethal when he's healthy, but show me a healthy KD since he won a championship. I'll wait. Oh, he, he said on, when he's on, man, he top five, arguably could be even higher than that. But like, what are you going to do? You, you wanted your coach. They bring in the guy you want. You want to get rid of the players. You don't disagree with and bring in your boys like Harden and Kyrie and all these crazy bastards. They do that. And now this off season, you're pretty much being like, no, I want full control. They need to start listening to me. They have been listening to you. You you pretty much dismantled, blew up their team, and they built it around you. And now you want to leave? Like what a joke! A hundred percent. I you know what? If 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 the Nets end up in ninth place at the end of the season, I am gonna laugh my dick off. I <laughs> I hope they just miss a playoff by one game. I really do. Anyways, that's that's so far the good. Bob. Yeah, it dog days, like we said, dog days. Totally. Let's get into the bad. Um, do you want to start this off? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll start off the bad because it's something I kind of said in my little overview summary of the Jays, and that's this season in general and the roller coaster ride that it's been. Um, El Jefe, I, I want to hear your opinions, but like I was saying, when this was supposed to be the ultimate juggernaut batting team, long stretches of cold bats, including one right now for Vladdy where it seems that he is either batting it into a double play or I don't know, but we, they need to step up and then there's flashes of brilliance and, and you see it. And it's just like, that's what this team could be and is potentially, but yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Like you said in the notes. Yeah. A hundred percent. It has the, I'm, I'm calling the Toronto blue Jay season, a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, it's a roller coaster ride that sucks. It's like going to the Canada's Wonderland and going on the fucking bullshit. Um, what's the a Hanna Barbera? 
Yeah, no, right. Like, da, 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 da. like, oh, your it's fucking knees are killing at the end. Oh, your neck's oh. all janky by the end of it. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, you know, you go, to, you go to a roller coaster for the highs and the lows. But this season hasn't been the highs and the lows. It's been like, uh, you know, when you're watching someone uh, slowly die and they're on the heart rate monitor, like, boop. But and 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 the and the pulse gets weaker and we, that's a whole season. Win two, well, lose one, win know, one, lose two. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying they're dying. I'm saying it's very. There's no huge options when when they when they pull down Boston's pants and shove their fist up their ass and beat them twenty eight to five. You're like, okay, beep, I'm back up. Yeah. All of a sudden, the offense kind of dies down. Boop. You know, you know what it seems with this season is like the players, there's like groups of them and they're never on the same level. Like right now, Bo Springer guys are rocking, but then you've got Teo, you've got Vladdy and Chad and like other guys who are not. And it's just like, we need everybody to be on the same level. Like, Oh, uh, that actually, that's a really a great analogy. When you think of it, Teo has been kind of lost all season. He, mm-hmm. he really isn't it. And I get the injuries and, you know, we had a kid on the way and I'm sure everything was difficult for him, but come on, like he's having a really rough season. Chapman, we are all kind of like being like, Oh, Chapman's not exactly what we thought offensively. Oh, well, you know, it is what it is. But then he, he, you know, at one point he was tied for the lead in home runs for the team. You know, like there's a lot, like there's some, mm-hmm. there's just, it's just so, so, and then of course, 80% of both seasons so far was horseshit. And then the yes, guy, yes. the guy's like wakes up and he's like, Oh yeah, guys, you know what? We're getting close in this season. They need to, I want to wear this red Cape, just throw it on me. I'm good. Like, and then he, he's turned it on and you know, he, is, is he the, the savior? Is he the Derek Jeter of the Toronto blue Jays? Not yet, but this is a really nice step in the really nice direction. Time will tell to see if he can save his season. Because this guy, if he wants to cash in, the Jays are going to give him money. But if he wants to cash in, he needs to make this season count. And so far, this, this season has been shit for him. Yeah, and I completely agree. And then with the shit season, everything's forgotten. And yeah, you know what? He's not that guy yet. But <clears throat> the fact that you know it's coming down to fall baseball and this is clutch. This is where it matters. And he's stepping up. That That's huge in my eyes. So you can erase a lot of terribleness from the earlier, earlier part of the season by continuing this form. Yeah. And, or, you know what, you can erase the fans memory of, you know, bad losses to the angels and getting swept by Baltimore and getting swept by Seattle by beating those teams right now, when it counts the most though, the series, they have like eight games left against Baltimore. If they, if they can, if they can get five out of those eight, you're in a good spot. If you got to clean up this series against uh, uh, Tampa Bay, they need to win that series against New York. I think New York might lose their top spot and I hope they fucking do, but it, I'm not saying it's, it's out of the realm. They're only yeah. 85 wins. And uh, I just want to add this on before we move on from the bad part of the Jays. Bro. And I took mama walks to two games this year. Oh yeah. Both games. Kukuchi pitched. <laughs> and one and one home run during both games, which were wow. Lost. So we want to talk about bad, and I'm bringing this up for a reason. Is that Kikuchi contract and how he is playing right now, El Jefe? I've wanted to ask you your opinion on that. Okay, so uh, I was kind of curious about the signing that in the off season, but everyone kept saying 
a lefty that can throw 97. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm in. And you kind of look at like the, um, you know, the, the tying with Ryu and, and just, you know, I, I would say like the new history of, uh, Asian players that are loved within the city, the large Asian population around, I think it makes a lot of sense. I was like, okay, well, let's see. Even if we can get 10 to 12 wins out of this guy, I think that's a big success. And he just, it didn't look like he have had it. Um, he had that really, imp- were you at that game against New York where he, he basically pitched like six, six, uh, perfect innings, seven innings against New York. No, no, no. Okay. Went to okay. a terrible Baltimore game and went to, oh, I forget. It was earlier in the season. I'm going to say Seattle, but both losses okay. and, 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 and those games where, you know, he's, we're down 2-0 going out of the first, 3-0 out of the first. Right. You know, it, the contract isn't looking great. Baseball contracts are, are easier to forgive because of how long the season is. You kind of yes. forget it at some point. Um, and honestly, like, you know, people give baseball shit because it's like, oh, they stand around most of the time. I get, yeah, I guess they stand around most of the time, uh, in comparison to maybe like hockey or basketball where they're constantly moving. Uh, but you think of the, the grind of 162 season, a game season, and then you start to realize, okay, well maybe 16 million isn't that bad for uh, essentially now a middle, a, a low leverage middle reliever. Um, but you don't. I don't even mind Kikuchi as an opener, like give you, give me two innings, but you got to give me two great innings. You can't give me two innings where they score three runs. Uh, My give, issue give me, with you, him is, yeah, is like his confidence is gone once that run is gone. Like it's just yeah. like, oh, okay, once it's down 1-0 and if it's early within the, I won't say maybe, yeah, maybe the th- three innings and he's down 1-2-0, it's like, okay, he's shot. Like there's a good chance now we're going to be 5-0 if you don't get that guy out of here. Like, yes, there are games where he doesn't do that and he seems, you know, but most yeah. of the time. I get it. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, sorry. Okay, so the last thing I want to bring up in the bad was the uh, bullshit Toronto media. I get it's a dog days. But like these fuckers, honestly, they uh, they just want to say shit to say shit. It's so like I what I would give to have like a legit Homer radio station, like a, a Homer radio station that just fucking loves anything the Jays, the Jays, the Raps, the Leafs, TFC, any, like any any Toronto teams. I just I just want them to be in love with the team and not fucking nitpick. Like I listen to, uh, I listen to. A little bit of uh, Toronto sports radio. I try not to listen to a lot of it, but there's a handful of guys that I really like. But then there's some fucking dumb dums that I can't stand. If I could remember their names, I'd be cursing them out right now. But I heard them legit say, "Oh, Toronto won't do well because of their opening season schedule." Is is their, they open the season on the road? Like what? They they always win games on the road. You know, it's like they know how to win games on the road. They don't have to open the season in Toronto. And then they started bitching about like the new goalie situation, which is like you have, you have one and a half proven goalies. I don't know how you want to classify Samson off. If he, you know, he's a, he was a starter last year. He's probably going to be started this year. Um, and then like, Oh, who's going to play the wing. It's like the, they have like a plethora of guys on the team that can play the wing. And then this motherfucker got, went on to say, there's going to be Leaf fans that are upset because the Leafs didn't try to bring back Phil Kessel. No fucking Leaf fan is saying bring back Phil Kessel. Oh, it's a million and a half bucks. Who the fuck cares? Phil Kessel maybe will, will net you maybe 15 goals this season. He's playing for Vegas. They got a team full of snipes already. 
they don't need another guy, even though whatever they're saying is sniping days are done. It just bothers me that they're fucking looking for anything to get the attention of a listener. And it's like, you know how you want to get, be on their side. Don't be against them all the time. Be on the listener's side that just wants Toronto sports team to do good things. Don't be fucking negative Nelly all the time. That's I, what I got. I, I have made my opinion very clear in the past about <laughs> Toronto media. These <laughs> motherfuckers. Here's the problem, and they will never be homers because, A, they think that they should be American big-time media journalists, ESPN in the spotlight, and they're not. And they're here in Toronto. And part two of that is the oversaturation of the market where you have 500 people explaining what the Leafs did the night before, 40 mics in the dressing room and so on. You've got TSN 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Sportsnet West, Ontario, East Pacific, Sportsnet 1, Sportsnet World, Sportsnet 360, TSN 1050, go on and on and on and on and on. Of course, it's just going to be absolute idiots. The dog days of summer are right because one of the staples of the winter for me personally on my drive home is listening to Overdrive on TSN. I love O-Dog. I love Noodles. I love Hayes. Even sometimes when they piss me off, I love that show. I refuse and my brother and my dad and my family and my friends refuse to listen in the summer. They got Steve Simmons, Festchuck, these unbearable guys that I don't know if it's clickbait or you're sad that – you're a layman like the rest of us never ever played professional sports even though you're a professional in the matter and you know and you've got a fucking opinion but you're just a joe schmo like the goddamn rest of us i'm so sick of these guys everybody's so sick of leaf fans it's not leaf fans leaf fans are some of the most self-depreciating assholes i've ever met i love them it's the media (laughs) and the constant badgering and talking points every player is coming to toronto every drama is from toronto players are thinking about toronto it's like just enough. Like, I'm so sick of them. Nobody, not once, ever this offseason was Kessel ever mentioned besides maybe a joke about him playing golf in Arizona because I doubt he would ever want to leave and is living the perfect life. So I'm so tr- fucking fired up right now. I can go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like the, the, These guys piss me off so much. And uh, luckily, and that's why kind of amateur. <laughs> and that's why they're, and that's why they're the bad. But oh, there's something we'll God. never do. We're never gonna sell out like those fucking posers. And unless you know they what? Pay uh, us enough. Unless you know what? I will never <laughs> get bought out. out there. You know what? I, listen, I'm never gonna sell out, but I might always buy in. So if you if you got oh. the time. Okay. So, anyways, let's close. Do you have anything else you want to add to the bad? Um, actually, you know what I do just quickly, uh, cause we brought the yards. I also want to bring up TFC terrible start to the season. That is why they are in the bad section. They are currently nine wins, seven draws, 15 losses for 13th place in the East folks. If you don't know that that's not good. And that does not mean playoffs right now. There's still a bit of time, but not good. They just lost the other night. Now they have some big signings from Italy. El Jefe, you should be a little happy. I know. Really, you're not going to have any Italian soccer during the World Cup this year or any meaningful for a while. But there's a nice connection we're, we're, with TFC. We're actually <laughs> still celebrating the Euro Cup. We're actually still yeah. celebrating that big Euro yeah, Cup. Uh, like. Yeah, apparently. I, I saw that the way they played. So Insigni, yeah. which was shocking. Uh, the fact that that guy actually left his team, came over to North America. We signed Bernadeschi, Crescido. So these guys are on a whole other level. Like They're actually sick when they play. 
And kind of shout out to them, even though the team still balls. But the real shout out for TFC and my only positive spin for them is the players playing currently for them that are going to be on Team Canada in the World Cup this winter. Let's go. I'm talking Mark Anthony K, Richie Larea, who is fast, looks sick, and Daniel Henry. So shout out to those guys. And I am excited for Canada in the World Cup. Even though I, I'm not I'm not expecting them, folks. Trust me. I'm I'm a realist. I'm not expecting them to to do much, but they're gonna surprise people. Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies, Tejon Buchanan. I'm telling you, it's gonna be some good footy. I'm really fired up. I, I, I'm on board. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I was a little heartbroken when they didn't qualify, but um I when these signings happened, I was like, Oh, okay, what's going on here? Like maybe this makes a lot of sense because they won't have the international um I guess the international uh, responsibilities. So I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then I think this off season, you're going to see something else happen with TFC. I think next year TFC is going to be, TFC is going to be a major contender. I'm very excited for the 2023 season. If these Italian stallions stay with the team and I agree with you, I think there will be another move coming and they have a a fresh full season to start from. Yes. TFC is going to be a very good team. I'm pretty excited with TFC. Just having the TFC crowd. I went to my first game this year. Oh man, dude, it's 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 an unreal. Yeah, and bang for buck. You, you know what did you pay? Max seventy five bucks. Um, I was actually uh, my mom got a new job. Shout out to her and her boss is like a little gift. Gave me and my bro TFC tickets, and they were amazing. And it was just incredible. Oh, even but better. I, I want. I actually want to go back. I. El Jefe, I haven't asked you yet, but I've been making the rounds with everybody. Like I'm, I'm desperate to go to another game. I don't even care. I, I listen. You let me know. I'll see if I can make work. But I'd love to get to another game. Okay. Okay. Sick. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll put our date <laughs> on the side. Date aside. Yeah. All right. The the ugly. Now it's time for us to get down. This is what it's all about. When you're in the gutter. When you're in the gutter of the disgusting streets of Queen Street, or Bluer, or Young. You can and just you look say up. New York, people know. Yeah. Um, I have to say, the ugly for me, the number one ugly, is this. If you don't like American football, then this is the worst time. This is a, I fucking hate American football. And this is the worst fucking time of the year because everyone gets so fucking hard for uh, the, the NFL preseason and then Russell Westbrook or what's his name? Russell Peters? No, what's, what's the guy? Russell, Russell Simmons, Wilson. Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> Russell Peters. Oh my God. I'm way too high. This drink is yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, I guess he lost, I guess he, he played for Seattle and then he got traded to Denver and then lost his yes. first trip back to Seattle and Seattle shit. Oh, so <laughs> I feel sorry for you that this is an ugly because it's a glorious for me. I have hey, a, is it a, is it a karma is it a karma thing? Like did he get run out of Seattle? Well, or he he wanted to leave. Okay, well the funny thing, side note, because we're gonna we're gonna get into NFL talk, but there's actually former players that played with him in Seattle coming out now, and they're all kind of talking shit. And when he lost last night, they're all posting memes and gifts um, to Twitter, and it sounds like he was treated like an absolute diva. And when they lost, you know, he was kind of put on a pedestal and. Other guys were blamed and the game plans and schemes were all built around him, even if it wasn't necessarily successful. And then on top of that, it sounds like in the last few years, even when it's the, to the detriment of the team, he's kind of an MVP stats chaser. 
LFA. Okay. So he's okay. trying to pad his own individual stats, even if it means, you know, there would have been like a better option for the team. It's like, no, he's going to keep the ball, try to do his own thing. So more and more shit's coming out. But on a side note, and why it's glorious for me is I got a football chat going on and it currently has Melky, one of our guests, who's a Dallas Cowboy fan, which is an absolute joke and an embarrassment. They lost, by the way. <laughs> and our and our other buddy, Kevin, is a Denver fan. And he was talking mad shit. They lost. Folks, I'm a Philly Eagles fan, so after week one, I'm 1-0, and which means that the title's mine as of right now. So <laughs> I've been sipping tea and posting memes, and these guys have been throwing bombs at each other, and it's been, it's been glorious. It's been absolutely I like glorious. it. I like it. Um, okay, so <laughs> just to get back to the uh, the original ugly, which is oh, – right. uh, oh, right. If you if you hate American football like I do, uh, it's hor- everyone's talking about it. Baseball's kind of like it's it's in this like pre cum state where it's like the good stuff hasn't even started yet. <laughs> um, like no, like hockey's not. It's way too early to start talking about hockey or or training camp. Like I was looking at some some stuff about the Leafs. Um, that uh, what do they call it? The, the thing in Michigan. The, it's like a prospect tournament. Oh, and uh, I was, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was reading that. I was like, okay, like three of these guys are probably going to make the team. Uh, like Abrazzese is probably going to make the team. Um, and then I think, the, I don't even think they had my, uh, Matthew Nyes out there. So it, I don't know. No, I don't he's know how going back to school. He, he won't be oh, officially the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. He won't be till the end of the season at, at most, which he probably will be. Okay. Anyways, uh, just a hard time to be a sports fan. Um, uh, no. yeah. Anyways, that's my, ugly. okay. Sorry. Go on my man. You got, I, I you got think, an ugly. You got... Yeah, I, I got an ugly and that's your outlook on sports right now, because I'm telling you NFL <laughs> F1 Bayern just dominated Barcelona, which pretty much for the next few months, I'm just in a happy mood until the Leafs ruin that possibly. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know what? My ugly, which is your second note, which I completely agree with this Rasmus Sandin contract situation, which we're not going to spend a lot of time on because he doesn't deserve it because he hasn't done shit. But totally. buddy, I don't know what to tell you about our depth chart, but you haven't done anything. So if again, you want to go chase that paper like other guys in sports, then go. But guess what? We have your rights still and you haven't done anything. Stop. Teams need to stop paying players for future like earnings, what they're going to do. It's, it's butchering us. And even though Edmonton and all these other teams are making, and in Ottawa seems to be giving everybody eight years at 8 million. We're the only team affected by the salary cap. I'm just, it's so frustrating. Totally. So frustrating. I can go off. I'm going to go on tangents. You know that you got to stop. <laughs> Cause it started with the Sandine thing. And now I'm going into the eight by 8 million Ottawa. Yeah. Okay. Like, just a touch, touch <laughs> on the Sandine situation for me is I, I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. You know, like you've done your shit yet. You're, you're literally the eighth best defenseman on a team with already seven defensemen who are better than you. But the thing I, li- I like Sandine, I like his style of play for a small oh, like guy. He plays, with, you know, and I get, I get, I totally get why he wants more money because he, you got to at least fucking try. But should you be trying in this particular moment with a team that has your rights? No. Sign a bridge deal that's, you know, whatever team friendly. You'll get the fan appreciation out of it. You might even see a couple of your your jerseys out there. But at the end of the day, you're going to be on a really good team and you may not make the lineup every night, but just count those as wins for, you know, your your next contract. You just go, he, this guy 
he thinks he's better than he is and maybe he is, but you, that doesn't mean anything until you do something and he hasn't done anything. So yeah, yeah, just totally not, not making it out of the first round and and being like a healthy scratch and barely being in the lineup. (laughs) I mean that those are what I think should be like, you know, markers to be paid for. Absolutely. Why not? Totally. I, I, and on top of that, just, pay me. I, the word leaf has come out of my mouth. So there you yeah. go. I should get some type of monetary. God damn these motherfuckers. They're going to get you. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to continue going with my ugly and this one, like it's really starting to bother me more now than ever. And it's kind of a Tell left field it. thing. This Kadri Kerfoot trade and all of everybody because Kadri, you know, listen, I'm not, I don't want to take away from what Kadri did in the playoffs. If it wasn't for him early in the season, Colorado probably wouldn't have had the wins that they had. And that whole thumb thing and then him coming back super early and even scoring in game seven, like all these things. I'm very happy for Kadri because he deserves it. He's worked for it. He's, he's been in the league a long time now. But I think Leaf fans who are like, oh, we traded away the type of player that we're looking for. But what Leaf fans need to remember is that that's a tough, that's a very tough pill to swallow. And it's not 100% true. Kadri, when he played in Toronto, isn't the player he is now. This isn't an ego to the side guy then. He was was 100% buying his own hype and playing very selfish hockey, even though he wouldn't say that. I just think it's an unfair, it's unfair for Leaf fans to beat themselves up about this absolute point that unfortunately I don't think it, it really holds what it is. Kadri was never the player in Toronto that he was in Colorado this season. He had a almost, I don't want to say MVP, but maybe a team MVP like season. And he got rewarded with that with a very healthy contract from Calgary, which blows my mind that he's going to be playing there next season. Um, I just don't think Leaf fan. I think it's it's kind of bad. It's 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 ugly that Leaf fans are going to beat themselves up about this, and it's not fair. Alexander Kerfoot has been a great player for this team. He's he's played a whole bunch of games for the Leafs. The Leafs last year had a career season. No one seems to mention that, and he never like touched. I think he might have been on the, the the top line for maybe one shift all season. The guy had a career season last year. We should be happy. We don't have the cap hit that Kadri was. Yeah, we don't have a cup, and he does. I get that, but. You know, that's a completely different situation. Yeah, I love Naz. I will always love Naz and cheer for him. He was one of my faves on the team. And you know what? You made some really solid points that I agree with. He he was, without a doubt, the best second-line center in the entire NHL this season and serviceable one center when McKinnon went down. And he contributed massively to their success. Kudos to him. It is an outlier year. And he got paid for it. Let's see if he produces again. But yeah, he didn't necessarily play like that in Toronto. And while I love Naz, and I'm so happy he won the cup, and I actually, the shit talking and everything doesn't bother me. At the same time, you did do those stupid plays in the playoffs. You made egregious penalties. You sucked, wimped out sometimes, took out your emotions. Yeah, you're a young guy, whatever. I'm not, it is what it is. But it's not like the Toronto Maple Leafs organization was punishing you for years and you were just sitting out of the playoffs and upset with us and we weren't using you properly. You were suspended by the league. 
So you can be mad at Dubis and Shani all you want, but you're right. There, El Hefe, there was a lot of selfish play going on. So the the remarks and everything, that's cool. And I'm glad, like I said, Calgary's going to be my bandwagon team because they're in the West, except when they play the Leafs. But you also kind of did it to yourself, buddies. And and there was a lot of people pissed off, but nostalgia is a heavy drug. So as every year passes, the legend of Naz is just going to grow and grow. And if he continues to be a good player, we'll – keep looking back fondly and regret the trade because Kerfoot is a great player. There's no slam against him. He shows up in the playoffs at the end of the season, but we did lose the trade. Kadri went to Colorado, won a cup. Barry left after one year and Kerfoot's his third center. So it is what it is, but yeah, it's just Kadri signed that amazing five, four year contract, whatever it was at the four and a half million hit. And he was playing above that hit for the least and very much so Avalanche. But he's always going to make more. He was always going to make more after. Of course. And l- let's not forget some things too. Like Nas last year had an had a incredible season as, yeah, the, the second best center in the league. Okay. But at the time of the trade, was he the top line center? Was he the second line center? He was a no. third line center. Of you know, course, he, 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 he Yeah. Exactly. He, yeah. And, and I, I know that they, you know, initially Toronto didn't think they were going to be in on Tavares. Uh, the fact that they ended up getting him on my birthday. Thank you. My, my wife, they appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. it blows my mind that people like still bring it up. It's like you, you, he was, he was the third best center on this team and you want to pay your third best center four and a half million bucks. And this is what four seasons ago now, it, you know, I just, I just think it's, Absolutely ridiculous because he won the cup. All of a sudden, Toronto fans are fucking looking at him like he was the missing piece of the pie. And maybe he was, but at the time, it just didn't make sense. I'm sorry, Bob. That's my ugly. No, it's of course it is. And you know what? If if we had Naz on the team playing as he is now and he didn't get suspended, yes, that is a huge component in our first round and, and maybe would help us go ahead. That's a bunch of what ifs. But that that wasn't the necessarily the Naz playoff guy we got. So true. All right, but do you have any other uglies? No, not really, buddy. There's not, there's not enough going on for me to be that. A hundred percent more, if you want. <laughs> I know how you feel about that, dude. This has been a good one. I feel yes. really good. Sorry for the technical difficulties in the middle of this thing. Um, on, we should we should do this again soon. What what do you say if we did something? Maybe I don't know playoffish for the Jays, and maybe like beginning of the season for the Leafs. Oh, that is a nice little teaser for the fans. And uh, I can't disappoint them if you're going to throw that in the universe. I like it. I appreciate the commitment, my man. All right. Let's let's wrap this sucker up for Ball Walker. I'm Anthony Alhefe. This is the good, the bad in Toronto found currently only on Spotify and SoundCloud and other major platforms except for iTunes. We'll figure that soon. Thank you for tuning in, downloading and checking us out. Peace. Hey, Apple. Fuck me, right?